Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock, our cornerstone, and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Well, I would like to start off this morning by saying thank you to Reverend Beth for giving me such easy lectionary readings to preach from. No pressure, right? Right. Because it seems judgment is one of the themes running through our readings this morning. In Exodus, we hear the Ten Commandments and the words of Moses echoing a judgment or test put upon the people of Israel. We hear perhaps more of a self-judgment in Paul's letters to the Philippians as he lists the reasons for his righteousness under the law. And in the gospel reading from Matthew, we hear the judgment against the tenants of the vineyard, those entrusted to care for what was given to them by the true landowner. And honestly, who enjoys talking about judgment? For myself, it can can feel like a spotlight placed directly upon my actions, prejudices, shortcomings, all those things done and left undone. And I don't think I am alone in finding a judgment, finding judgment a difficult topic to discuss, especially when it comes from Jesus predicting the outcome for the kingdom of God. The words we hear in the parable of the wicked tenants do not seem comforting, like the Beatitudes we heard earlier in Matthew's gospel. Blessed are the poor, the meek, the peacemakers. Now we hear Jesus is telling us to wake up and smell the fruits of the harvest. The parable we heard this morning is interesting in several ways and how it speaks to our actions today and our discipleship with Jesus. And I think it is important to locate ourselves within this story. Perhaps our first inclination is to see ourselves as the people being given the kingdom of God rather than the tenants. But if we are to truly hear what Jesus is saying, if we really want to get at the heart of his message, then we have to be honest with ourselves and our humanity. You have heard it said, but I say to you that we, you and I, are those tenants. So what does it feel like? What does it feel like to see Jesus pointing a finger not at others, but at us? Jesus, with his hand outstretched towards us, saying, You, the kingdom of God will be taken from you. This is a call to us to be startled from the stupor of righteousness and judgment of others and look around at the servants of God we have beaten, stoned, and killed. It is a call for us to recognize our disparate treatment of people of color, the LGBTQ plus community, all those we label as other. Perhaps we have told Jesus Listen, Jesus, I hear you. I hear your call to do better, to love more, and I sure am glad you're not talking to me. But Jesus is speaking to us, 
We who were entrusted with creation to care for and yet throw others out of the vineyard. We fall into the same trap that Jesus sees within the religious leaders at this time. The trap of hypocrisy. When we selfishly withhold the harvest of the kingdom of God. Until we realize all things come from God and act upon that realization we won't begin to understand that our very essence lives within the other, lives within us. Just like Pastor Nelson said last Sunday at Lomax, this is us. The diversity of age, race, sex, love, physical or mental abilities. The light of Christ that shines through the prism of this life is laid before us in the faces of our families, neighbors, friends, and yes, even enemies. But when we get into the mindset of hypocrisy, when I decide to withhold the harvest of God's kingdom, when I choose to hoard and control God's grace and salvation, I'm falling into the same actions as the tenants. Now, most of my adult career was spent working for banks, both large and small. Working for large banks revolved around the bottom line, producing results and making money for the bank. And I did those things, but my passion for work was the people. I found God's vineyard in the lives who walked through the doors of the bank each and every day. It was my responsibility as a tenant to understand my own life was entwined with the person sitting with me and to seek to help them in any way possible. It was my responsibility to truly see that the person in front of me, a living, breathing, suffering, or joyous person, was not a widget or statistic or whichever label we use to take humanity away from someone and devalue their life as a child of God. We must recognize each and every day as we walk down the street, as we stand in line at the bank or the grocery store, that we are all knitted together in the liberation and reality of each other. Australian Aboriginal activist Lilla Watson said, if you have come to help me, you are wasting your time. But if you have come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then let us work together. We are not called to judge each other, but to welcome all people with the harvest of God's kingdom, the produce of compassion and love. Jesus says in the parable, the one who falls on this stone will be broken into pieces. So we break ourselves open upon the cornerstone that is Jesus. And if we expect Jesus to only give us words of comfort, telling us that we are perfect how we are and that no expectation of change is needed, then we become the builders who reject the stone. And this is the cost of following Christ. And perhaps this is also the comfort we need to hear that there is grace in God. There is hope in Christ Jesus, who as we fall upon him, will break open our hard shell of judgment 
and treatment of others who come to the vineyard. As we break ourselves open upon Jesus, we will help to bring into this world the kingdom of God in heaven. And we pray this every week, if not more, when we say the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus is calling us to realize the kingdom of God can be in the here and now if we are willing to humbly, honestly, and faithfully break ourselves upon his love and teachings. Y'all still with me? It's tough. These are tough words to hear. But my friends, let us work together to recognize that we are all tenants in the vineyard, working to produce a bountiful harvest in God's kingdom. Amen.